turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. This was a tough one. Uh, not that there weren't plenty, plenty of worthy candidates. It's uh, just that there were too many, actually. And I also had to spend some time looking for the winner, but here we go. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Well, in case you didn't know, the World Cup Soccer Tournament has started. And unfortunately, it won't be over until a week before Christmas. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Um, I won't feel to miss, fail to miss a second of it. And even more unfortunately, it's in Qatar. You know, the country that's spelled Q-A-T-A-R, Qatar. That's what made the choice tough this week because, you know, we could have given it to the emir of Qatar, whose name I can't pronounce. He's in charge of a country with a terrible human, human rights record. And he's been in charge while they've been building the stadiums for the event. And uh, apparently something like 6,000 people, almost all of them migrants, have died during the construction. And I guess we could have given it to the head coach of the U.S. team who was saying how wonderful it was that the team decided to change the colors on the team logo. They changed the blue lines that go with kind of the red, white, and blue to rainbow colors uh, because Cutter has no patience for gay people. That's why they, they did that. And I don't know who to blame, actually, or give credit, I should say, for uh, changing the logo. But we settled on Cindy Parlow Cohn. You probably never heard of her. She's the head of the United States Soccer Federation, and we're giving her credit or blame for being involved in the decision to allow the U.S. team to play in a country as rotten as Qatar. Of all the countries on the planet, how did Qatar end up being the place anyway? There's an outside chance some, you know, corruption was involved in that decision. Maybe some people made lots of money. Who knows? Maybe some people involved in U.S. soccer. We'll never know. We won't give uh, Cindy Parlow uh, Cohn credit for that, though. No reason to give her credit for whatever money crossed people's palms. But we can still give Cindy Parlow Cohn the AM1250 The Answer Jerk of the Week Award. And congratulations to her. When we come back... A story that annoyed me more than any story I've seen in a long, long time. And you know, that's saying something because I spend all day looking for things to talk about on this award-winning radio program. Uh, and I come across some, some real nasty stuff. I'll bet it annoys you too. Stick around. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. Then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. 
Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-518-1985. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-518-1985 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-518-1985. What do you have to lose? Call 800-518-1985. Again, 800-518-1985. Hi, I'm Ben Affleck. The only thing better than playing a hero in the movies is being a hero in real life. Like the 50,000 veterans who returned from Iraq and Afghanistan with devastating injuries. They are true heroes. And they're why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America. For more than 60 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America has made a promise to never leave a fallen comrade behind. They make sure veterans with spinal cord injuries get the quality medical care, rehabilitation, and housing they need when they come home. They stay with our fallen heroes for the long term, offering counseling, job training, and support to help them regain the freedom and independence they fought so hard for, all at no cost to them. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them. To learn more about how you can help, visit pva.org. That's pva.org. We will never leave a fallen comrade behind. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The John Steigerwald Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we've done a couple of segments on this show in the last week about uh, secession. We talked to the founder of a group called Texic, Texit, I should say, that wants to have Texas secede from the Union. And we had a woman on just a couple of days ago who founded New Illinois. That's a group that wants to have multiple counties in Illinois form a new state. I'm a big fan of both of these groups at this point. 
John Daniel Davidson, senior editor at The Federalist, has a column today with this headline. Conservatives can't run and hide from the left anymore. They have to stand and fight, and he joins us now. John, thanks for coming on again. Always good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. So it's all it's about two parades in a little town called Taylor, Texas. Uh, first, just so uh, we get an idea what we're dealing with here, tell us what kind of a town Taylor, Texas is. Well, Taylor, Texas is a small town, about 16,000 people uh, in central Texas. It's a, a deep red area, very uh, conservative. A lot of families uh, and churches are in Taylor. It's the kind of place where you might see a traditional Christmas, not holiday parade down Main Street mm-hmm. every year, as has been the case in Taylor for more than 40 years. Yeah, and it's uh, a Republican state, or a Republican area too, right? I mean, it's uh, the Demo- yeah. uh, not, not a Democrat to be found in government, I mean? Well, it's, it's uh, certainly a Republican area. It sits in Williamson County, where every elected office is held by a Republican. It sits in the 31st Congressional District, which is one of two districts in Texas that has never been represented by a Democrat and whose current uh, congressman has, was just reelected unopposed for an 11th term. So, yes, it's a pretty deep red area, <laughs> yeah. not the kind of place where you would find a lot of woke leftist activism. And okay, yes, that's so exactly it, what's happening. Yes. So it starts with uh, the Christmas parade last year. Uh, tell us what happened last year at the Christmas parade and, and who, who puts on the parade? Yeah, so there's a Christmas parade that's been sponsored and kind of organized by a coalition of local churches uh, going back uh, quite a few years that, that goes right down Main Street in this little town. And last year, one of the uh, applicants for a float was a group called Taylor Pride. And the little old ladies who managed the uh, float applications didn't realize that Taylor Pride was a gay advocacy organization, um, a new one that has just come to Taylor, Texas, and mistakenly approved their float. Now, the float featured two men dressed in drag, one as a sort of sexy female Santa, and the other one is in a scantily clad glitter outfit, both of them suggestively dancing to uh, music on a parade float that, uh, you know, went down Main Street in front of uh, a float for the local Catholic school with a bunch of school children in it. So parents and parade attendees were outraged that this happened, and the parade organizers didn't realize this was going to happen until it was already happening. And so this year they, they, they try to prevent that from happening again, and then what happens? Yeah, the parade organizers simply announced this year that all parade floats, uh, you know, need to be consistent in the, the message uh, that they put out with biblical, traditional biblical and Christian teachings. That They didn't exclude anyone. They didn't say, you know, you have to have a biblical-themed float, uh, but just that whatever your display, whatever your float was, it could not be inconsistent with biblical and Christian teachings. And and the the point there was to make sure that what happened last year didn't happen again this year. Uh, And and that was something that the parade organizers were very adamant uh, based upon the feedback that they had gotten last year. Yeah, and and the the official name of the uh, parade is the Taylor Christmas Parade of Lights. And as you point out, it's not a holiday parade. It's a Christmas parade. Uh, that's pretty much why the lights are there for Christmas, not for any other holiday or any other uh, to celebrate any other issue. Uh, so, right. so now the city council of, of uh, Taylor, the Taylor City Council, decides it's going to have its own parade now because they're afraid that the uh, because we wouldn't want to exclude um, uh, drag queens from dancing in the Christmas parade. So they're going to make sure that happens. That's exactly right. As soon as uh, this uh, alliance of local churches announced their their you know new uh, application process for the parade floats. The city of Taylor decided that they were going to host a city-sponsored parade on the same day as the Christmas parade that follows right behind the Christmas parade along the same route, and that quote all are welcome to be in their parade. And the entire purpose of the city-sponsored parade is to give a forum for these LGBTQ groups to have drag queens dancing on floats 
uh, you know, men dressed as women dancing suggestively on floats uh, and basically pollute the Christmas parade with this garbage uh, to prove is from the city's perspective that the city of Taylor is a inclusive and diverse place. They want to prove their woke leftist bona fides. And so they're imposing an LGBT, what, what amounts to an LGBTQ holiday parade on the heels of the traditional Christmas parade. Yeah, and as you point out in your in your piece, a recent post on the city of Taylor's official Facebook page says, we are committed to being inclusive and diverse in the city of Taylor. Now, it's this, I can't tell, I, I haven't seen anything that pissed me off more than this story in a long time. It's one thing for for them to want to be inclusive, but they they could have said, okay, we're going to have a, our own parade, and it's going to be really great. We're going to have a lot of uh, men dressed as female Santa Clauses. It'll be great for everybody, but it'll be uh, the next day, or it'll be next week, yeah. or whatever. They do it. They 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 just get in their face and and have yeah. this parade behind the the church sponsored christian themed christmas parade uh, who's who's responsible for this and what's been the reaction to it yeah there's been a huge reaction locally this thing has kind of blown up in the city's face uh which I, I am glad to hear what's behind it is four of the five city council people in taylor are it turns out uh, uh you know woke liberals who want to show just how diverse and inclusive they are uh, I talked to a local pastor there, and I guess this group, Taylor Pride, no one had ever heard of them until the summer of 2021 when they staged a Pride Day celebration uh, over the summer. And these four city council members came out, you know, and issued a statement from the city supporting Pride Day in Taylor. They'd never had anything like that in the town before. And uh, this is part of a coordinated effort to uh, essentially... Uh, take over the you know the city council and the city municipal offices. The spokesperson for the city started a DEI office, diversity, equity, and inclusion office inside the city of Taylor City Hall. Uh, this is part of a larger story about the left and leftist ideologues trying to take over local inst- civic institutions like city hall, the libraries. Yeah the public schools it's the same story all over the country mm-hmm. and that's the point of your the headline that you can't run and hide from the left anymore i i have two family members who moved to west virginia which is you know pretty much right down the road from us here where i am in southwestern pa um and i i as i mentioned in the intro to you uh i had a guy on from texas i don't know if you're familiar with that group but i also yeah. had a lady a lady on from uh who wants to break away from illinois uh, yep. if, so that if you can't run and hide, uh, John, and you make a pretty good case that you can't when it happens at a place like Taylor, um, how do you stand and fight? What would stand? What would standing and fighting look like? Standing and fighting would look like uh, doing to the left what the left does to us. They want to put their people in city hall. We need to recruit people to run for city council. We need to mm-hmm. uh, recruit people to apply for city manager to get people inside City Hall, to get people inside the public libraries and the public schools. Uh, we can't be complacent. You know, conservatives mostly want to be left alone because they want to live their, their lives and be with their right. families and, uh, you know, run their businesses uh, and, and live a good life. And, and that would be great. And I wish that we lived in a country where that was possible. But we don't live in that kind of a country anymore. And if we want to save this country for our children... We're going to have to fight at the level that the left fights, and we're going to have to take back the ground that they've taken at these local levels. DeSantis isn't going to save you. Trump isn't going to save you. If you want to save your town and your community, you're going to have to do it yourself. Yeah, and here this may be a little radical and maybe uh, grossly uh, politically incorrect. Um, uh, and I'm, uh, you know, I could get in trouble for saying this, but here's here's my here's a, a way that I think would be to stand up and fight. Uh, when you are at your Christmas parade with your little kids, getting ready to see Santa Claus on what should be a great day for them, lots of fun, uh, everybody knows what Christmas means, blah, blah, blah. 
And when someone comes by dressed, uh, a man dressed up as a Mrs. Santa Claus, gyrating in a sexy outfit with, a, with her, his buddy, who's also scantily clad, someone, especially down there in Texas, comes out of the crowd and politely tells the guy that he, he should leave. If he doesn't, somebody's going to beat the hell out of him and drag him off the street <laughs> and, and risk. I'm, I'm 100% serious. That, that's, yeah. if, 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 you say, listen, buddy. I know you're a man, you're dressed up like a woman, but you're going to get the crap kicked out of you. I got kids here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you up. And somebody's going to beat you up. And I don't care, yeah, they can arrest yeah. me and, I'll, take, and you can, I'll get bailed out in five minutes, but you're going to get beat up. And that's to me, if it, that, if it gets to this point, that's what has to happen. Yeah, well, in a decent society, that's what would happen, and that's what, that's what would have happened in this country uh, when 30 men or 40 were men. years ago. That, that, that men would not allow their families to be subjected to this kind of thing. Right. And there would be uh, a community consensus around that, that if you tried to do that, uh, you, you, you may not get beat up, but you were going to get pulled off that float. No and, question. Uh, and, and you were going to be taken out of public view and not be allowed to do that. Uh, that you know, so when I say fight, I mean we got to fight at the local level to take back these institutions to run them according to, to, uh, to Christian principles and according to, you know, traditional American civic virtue. Uh, but, uh, yes, it also means that when you see something like that in your community, uh, especially if you're a man and you're a husband and a father, you stand up and you say something, you don't just turn away. You don't just give the parade over to the left. And one of the things I say in this column is that the Christians and the conservative people and just the ordinary people in Taylor who have enjoyed the Christmas parade for years and years should understand that next year there's only going to be one parade, and it's not going to be the traditional Christmas parade. It's going to be the city-sponsored LGBTQ yep. holiday yep. parade. And that's how it's going to be unless the people in that town fight back and take their parade back and take their town back. Yep, and we're talking to John Daniel Davidson, senior editor at The Federalist. Please go to thefederalist.com and read this piece. It'll really make you mad, and it'll, it'll make you want to make sure it doesn't happen where you live. Um, and by the way, uh, the situation that would have happened in, when, back when men were men <laughs> uh, would be that uh, the, the Santa in drag would have been pulled off the, off the float and taken aside, and they would have been told, uh, you better get out of here or you're going to get hurt, and then if he would have somehow gotten, maybe shown up with a couple of bruises, there would have been a lot of witnesses who said he tripped, okay? I mean, that, that's, that, that's what would have happened, well, the other and, thing and, I, say, and I would have been cheering him on. Well, the other thing to say is that in, in that earlier time in this country, it would have been illegal for, that, for those men to do that, and they would actually be arrested for, right, uh, right. for you know, public disorder and indecency. Yeah. And, and in a civilized country, that's how it should be. And, and we don't have to just accept that it's not going to be that way anymore. We can fight for that, and we should fight for it. And here's the thing, John. i got about a minute and a half left here, but uh, I've done uh, quite a bit of discussion here this last week or so since the election, looking at uh, here in Pennsylvania, 85% of the people in Philadelphia voted for John Fetterman in Philadelphia County, and 62% in Allegheny County. The rest, Pretty much the rest of the state is red. The woman I had on from yeah. Illinois, it was 85% of, uh, of Cook County voted for uh, Pritzker for governor, and every, just about every other county in Illinois voted for the Democrat, I mean for the Republican. Yeah. So that's, you're trying to fight back there with your vote, but it's not working. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, and, and there's only so much that voting can do. I think a lot of Republicans and conservatives for a long time have reposed their hope in elections, that if we can just get, uh, you know, a win in our elections, if we can just elect the right people, we'll be okay. And I think we have to get out of that mindset. Uh, elections aren't going to save us. Politicians aren't going to save us. We're going to have to save ourselves, and we're going to have to fight the left on their own terms. Hey, John, great, great piece today at The Federalist. Always good to have you on. Thanks for taking the time to do it. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, that's John Daniel Davidson. Again, check it out at thefederalist.com. And we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States is denouncing North Korea's latest launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile. 
The latest test raises new concerns about the communist North's ability to hit the U.S. mainland. The Japanese defense minister says that the latest long-range missile that North Korea has test-launched could potentially reach the entire continental United States. Japan's defense minister told reporters that the suspected intercontinental ballistic missile flew 620 miles at a maximum altitude of about 3,600 miles. He says the altitude suggests that the missile was likely launched on a high angle. He says depending on the weight of a warhead to be placed on the missile, that the weapon has a range exceeding 9,320 miles, in which case it could cover the entire mainland United States. I'm Lisa Dwyer. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. We started Legacy Box so that family memories would be safe and could always be enjoyed together. And this year, we're offering you early access to our incredible Black Friday sale so you can finally digitize your home movies and photos. One million families and counting have trusted Legacy Box to convert their aging media because Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. From fading over time to risks like fire and water damage, your videotapes, film reels, and photos aren't protected unless they're on a digital format. And with the holidays approaching, don't wait. Simply fill your legacy box and we'll take care of the rest. This is the first time we've offered Black Friday savings this early. And it's the most meaningful thing you can do this holiday season. It's time to relive your most important memories and take advantage of Legacy Box's best sale of the year. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get early access to our Black Friday sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for an irresistible deal. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. AM 1250, The Answer. Brandon Tatum, unapologetically Christian at 100% real. On the next Officer Tatum show, ladies and gentlemen, we should be thankful. Even though it's early, we should always remain thankful, grateful what God has given us, what God has provided us in this country. Do not get discouraged. Do not get dismayed. Be thankful. We'll talk about it more on the next Officer Tatum show. The Officer Tatum show, tonight at 7, right before Charlie Kirk at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. The left is politicizing our justice system. This is Ted Cruz. From the leaking of the Supreme Court's opinion on abortion to attacking parents who speak out at school board meetings, what we're seeing should make every American angry. That's why I wrote my newest book, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Has Weaponized Our Legal System. From Antifa riots to the Waukesha Christmas murder, today our families are much less safe. Joe Biden is right now using the DOJ and the FBI to target his enemies, to storm President Trump's home, to harass parents and pro-life activists, and to target you. Equip yourself. My new book, Justice Corrupted, will arm you with the facts to hold your government accountable. Get Justice Corrupted, the new book by Senator Ted Cruz, wherever books are sold. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. All jammed up Parkway East on the inbound side, Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. At least a 20-minute delay and just as busy on the outbound side, Boulevard of the Allies up to the tunnel. Parkway West not quite as bad, but some extra volume outbound from Banksville Road up to Carnegie. 837, it's under construction till 8 New England Road to Grand Avenue with some minor delays. McKees Rocks Bridge also seeing some construction delays. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Partly cloudy and cold tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 19. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. Breezy and cold. We'll reach a high of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night. Very cold. Temperatures approaching the record low of 17 last reached in 1980. It'll be breezy late with a low of 18. Brisk and quite cold Sunday with clouds giving way to sunshine. The coldest air all season will reach a high of 27. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. 
This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, as I said during our last segment, the uh, that story that I saw in The Federalist really, really got on my nerves uh, that these people would take over something as American and as wholesome and as traditional and as family-oriented as a innocent Christmas parade, which obviously is for kids, and pollute it with one of the most nauseating fads ever to come across the American scene, and that's the uh, the um, drag queen, the love for dra- the sudden love for drag queens. These are ugly men made up to look like really ugly, mostly fat, disgusting, nauseating women not wearing a lot of clothes. I Somebody's going to have to explain to me how that's entertaining. I, I don't get it. If you're going to have a, 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 a someone who – just give – if you're going to have somebody running around with very little clothes on, give me a real female, okay? At least uh, give us that, okay? But anyway, uh, as John Daniel Davidson said, it's not about votes – uh, and it's about fighting back. So this uh, this is a – I don't know who this woman is. Um, I don't know where she's doing it, but it really doesn't matter. And as and as happens a lot when I use videos, radio doesn't do it really, really justice because you can't see the woman. So I have to tell you what what to imagine here. And you've seen hundreds of these if, you're, if you've looked – you've seen hundreds of these examples of – people marching up to the podium at a school board meeting and dressing down the school board members and ripping them and telling them how they're fed up with what's been going on in their schools and blah, blah, blah. So here, so you've seen that scene, and that's what this is. All you see is a woman standing at the podium, and you know that she's speaking to a school board sitting up there uh, on a panel in the room. She's wearing a cat suit. She has ears, whiskers, and she's got this suit on that kind of looks like a cat. So... You don't have to know any more than that, but when you're, and I thought this was a great follow-up to what we just talked to uh, John Davidson about, and that's standing up and fighting. And I don't know what the result of this little speech was, what happened. Maybe they arrested her. I don't know. But uh, she should have gotten a standing ovation. So this is, this is what fighting back sounds like. Listen to, the, listen to this woman dressed as a cat. Hello, my name is Lindsey Graham, and I am a cat. Meow, meow. I'm not a woman dressed as a cat. I am a cat. By show of hands, I'm curious, uh, how many of you believe and confess that I'm a cat? Great. I am, by show of hands, I'm curious, how many of you believe that your child or a child from this school would believe that I'm actually a cat? No one. You are right. Why? Because you are not stupid, and these children are not stupid. Truth prevails over imagination. Reality exists. Discernment is innate and something we are biologically wired to have. One look at me and you know this to be true. I am a woman posing as a cat. You may also think correctly that if I truly believe I'm a cat, I have a mental disorder. If I suffer from a mental disorder and if I am unable to discern reality, am I safe to be around children? Would you put me in charge of making critical decisions about the safety and well-being of children? And about the direction of their education when I cannot even discern truth from fiction. Confession. I'm not actually a cat, guys, just because I say I am. You've not agreed to or committed to addressing me as a cat simply because I demand it. No tail, whiskers, or outfit makes me a cat. Just like no lipstick, high heels, or long hair makes him a man, a woman. It is just as biologically impossible for me to become a cat as it is for a man to be a woman. And you have one job as members of this school board, and it's defined as this. School board members are responsible for broad, forward-thinking, minute analysis and decisive action in all areas that affect students and staff in their schools. I ask you, do you believe that the actions of a grown man playing dress-up as a woman affects the students and staff positively or negatively? A public school is not the place for social experiments in altered realities or gender ideologies. It is not the place to celebrate a grown man with a mental illness, dressing as a woman, and teaching kids lies. Children come to school to learn facts and truths about reality, including unchanging biological truths about science and nature, not to learn that they can change biological realities and become anything they want in the name of diversity. 
What you're actually doing is worse than just lying to our kids. You're forcing them to be participants in your lie, in your charade. You're forcing them to deny what they see with their eyes, and you're forcing them to speak lies. I ask you again, am I a cat? And if you say no, then the mindset must be aligned with your discernment across the board. By allowing a falsity to be displayed and paraded around the school, you teach children that truth is not existent, facts are not real, and biology is a lie. You fail at your job, your only job, by confusing children and teaching them untruths and to coddle a grown man playing dress-up as a woman. If you were to address me as a cat right now, it's as ridiculous as when you say Miss Bixler and a grown man's voice comes thundering over the... Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you hear some applause there. You see, that, that, and that's what she got was a thank you from whoever the uh, creep was on the, on the school board. Thank you. Uh, not a discussion about, well, you know, you might be making a point there. We're idiots for thinking that this is, makes any sense at all. And unfortunately, we have the power to make sure that your kids are subjected to this stupidity. Uh, have you ever heard a better presentation for the stupidity of the whole transgender uh, uh just, I guess it's a ho- I don't know, hoax, whatever you want to call it, transgender, transgender stupidity. I've never heard a, a, it, it summed up better than what that woman did. And she, having a, a cat suit on as she did it was genius. That was tremendous. Now, uh, in case you uh, haven't heard, a special, special counsel was, uh, has been announced uh, to uh, go after Donald Trump for the January 6th stuff and also uh, what happened at Mar-a-Lago, what they found there, whether there was obstruction and blah, blah, blah. Maybe on a, a talk show like this and maybe on the national shows they're talking about it, it bores me to death. It's going to be, okay, it's news today. Let's make let's let's make sure we get the news out there. But we don't know what they're going to find. We don't know what they're going to even be looking for. We don't know how long it's going to take. It's going to be years, not months. And call me when they get something on them, okay? That's how I feel about it. Sorry. Um, I, I just I'm, – I'm bored by it all. And and it, it's only a matter of time till the Republicans start investigating Joe Biden, which uh, to me there seems to be a lot more evidence of things going wrong there with or, or being illegal and maybe treasonous there with his son. Um, but – you know, we'll see how that will we'll, one one thing that will be interesting is to look at the difference between the media coverage of this uh, special counsel going after Donald Trump and the media coverage of whatever the Republicans try to do with Joe Biden and his nauseating son, Hunter. So uh, that's where we are with that. I just figured I should mention that. But just so you know, it bores me to death. And uh, I guess, what I'm, Mike, I'm going to take a break now. I'm going to come back, uh, speaking of uh, things that bore me to death, I'm going to come back and talk about the World Cup. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine-day Mediterranean cruise? Join Alistair Begg in August 2023 to renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word. Explore the biblical landscapes Paul encountered as he shared the gospel along breathtaking cliffside villages. Simply call 855-565-5519 or visit DeeperFaithCruise.com for all the details. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, People are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-518-1985. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-518-1985 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-518-1985. What do you have to lose? Call 800-518-1985. Again, 800-518-1985. 
Supply chains are loosening and inventory is arriving at Pitt Cycles, and now's a great time to celebrate with a purchase of a brand new ride. This is John Sagerwald. Pitt Cycles showrooms are bursting with selection. Over 228 models from Indian, Triumph, BMW, Royal Enfield, KTM, and now to the end of the year, get a stylish Noru Marucci leather riding jacket free with your purchase of a new street bike in Warrendale next to Jurgles at PittCycles.com. Pitt Cycles! My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? It couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. Then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzyme needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Oh, I lied. Before I get to the uh, to the World Cup, um, I, I wanted to throw this in here before the break. In case you missed this, because it also ties in. Um, these are people who, when you talk about standing up uh, and fighting, uh, your votes don't matter because the people in San Francisco will keep electing Democrats like this no matter what happens. So uh, San Francisco is to offer universal basic income to residents who identify, are you ready, as transgender, okay? So if you're a man, put on a dress, throw on some makeup, Change your name from Steve to Sally, and uh, they'll send you eighteen hundred bucks a m- or twelve hundred bucks a month for eighteen months, which uh, comes to twenty one thousand six hundred dollars that they will hand you only because you have a mental illness that you're parading around in your community, um, and uh, and and it's called what's it called uh, guaranteed income program. It's called gift. And it's something, uh, what, what does that stand for? Oh, Guaranteed Income for Transgender People. Uh, so there you have it, GIFT. Um, and um, it's going to go on now for uh, for 18 months. And uh, it, this is the, the mayor, uh, a woman named London Breed. Our guaranteed income programs allow us to help our residents when they need it most as part of our city's economic recovery and our commitment to creating a more just city for all. We know that our trans communities experience much higher rates of poverty and discrimination, so this program will target support to lift individuals in this community up. Here's an idea. How about not dressing up as a woman if you're a man and going to get a job? How about that for an idea? And if that's not possible for you, guess what? You have a mental illness, and the $21,000 they're going to spend or the $1,200 a month, whatever it is they're going to give you, that should go toward putting you in to a home, a mental institution. You are insane, okay? But instead, they're going to feel sorry for them, and they, you should feel sorry for them because they do have a mental illness. But you're going you're gonna to take money. This is not just, you know, this money doesn't just uh, appear. In order for them to give somebody $1,200, $1, they have to take it from somebody else. 
So I don't know whether it's state money, where the money's coming from, city money, I don't care. But people in the city or the state who go out to work every day are going to have their money that they earned confiscated from them and given to some guy who thinks he's a woman and is running around in women's clothes. He used to be called a transvestite, if I remember correctly, and and they're getting away with it. So, And, and these people keep voting these idiots in. They deserve whatever they get. But So I just had to, I had to throw that in. Okay, so right now until December 18th, the world is going to be talking about, uh, not here we won't be, but uh, they'll be talking about the World Cup. Uh, that's soccer, and it's, uh, it's, being t- it's taken, taking place in Qatar, Q-U, I'm not, no, there's not a U for some reason, Q- Q-A-T-A-R. And it reminded me of uh, a story that I saw a long time ago uh, written by somebody, uh, and I don't remember who the original writer was, but it, it was that soccer is a socialist sport, and that's why it's, um, in, that's why it's popular in Europe. Uh, Mark Thiessen, you've seen him on Fox. He's a former speechwriter for um, <clears throat> for uh, George W. Bush. He wrote a column way back in 2010, and the headline was "Soccer as a Socialist Sport." This isn't the original one I saw, but he's he he was um, he 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 decided to write this column because of a column he had seen by Sally Jenkins of the Washington Post, who's been on this show. And she wrote back then, why is it that Americans expect to win in every sport we compete in except for soccer? How is it that a nation so obsessed with games seems abnormally lacking in ambition when it comes to the most popular one on the globe? Meanwhile, the Wall Street Journal reports that the National Soccer Hall of Fame in Oneonta, New York, is shutting its doors. According to the journal, the place never had more than 17,000 visitors a year and, quote, the hall's passing seems to have gone almost unnoticed. The local newspaper barely covered its demise, unquote. Here's the answer for Sally. It was uh, the answer in 2010, and it's the answer in 2022. Because soccer is boring, and it's not an American sport. It's a socialist sport. So while I have time, how much time I got, Mike? Okay, I got, I got enough time for this. So this was written by Ann Coulter way back in 2014. Now, by the way, before I get to that, um, this is the, these are the, these are the um, going back 2018, back to 1990. So uh, four years ago in the World Cup, uh, Belgium, uh, Croatia beat, no, no, France beat Croatia. I had Croatia, and I was very disappointed in that, but France, France beat Croatia four years ago. Uh, and there were 64 matches in the last... Um, you know, the last time they play, they had the World Cup. 32 teams, 64 matches. There were 169 goals scored. So I saw uh, a list of the number of goals scored going back to 1990. Uh, so going back to 1990, there were a total of uh, 488 matches played and 1,220 goals were scored. That's exactly 2.5 goals per game. Now remember, this isn't 2.5 goals per team per game. It's a total of 2.5 uh, goals per game. So the, I guess you could say the average score uh, of a soccer match at the World Cup is 1.25 to 1.25. And how long do they play? It goes on forever. Um, and, and how many of those goals are actually scored in the game? And how many of them are scored at the end of games because they need a, I forget, a free kick? I don't even know how it works. I, 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 I totally admit to part of, my, part of the reason I find soccer so boring is, would have to be because I know nothing about it. But I don't want to know anything about it. It's a, it's a communist or socialist sport. So here's what Ann Coulter wrote way back in 2014. In soccer, the blame is dispersed, and she said it's a, um, America's favorite national pastime is hating soccer. She says, in soccer, the blame is dispersed and almost no one scores anyway. There are no heroes, no losers, no accountability, and no child's fragile self-esteem is bruised. She's not talking about the World Cup here, but she's talking about soccer. There's a reason perpetually alarmed women are called soccer moms, not football moms. She says, liberal moms like soccer because it's a sport in which athletic talent finds so little expression that girls can play with boys. No serious sport is co-ed, even at the kindergarten level. Again, this is written by uh, Ann Coulter, a woman. She says, 
Uh, no other sport ends in as many scoreless ties as soccer. I mentioned the number of goals scored. Uh, she says, if Michael Jackson had treated his chronic... In- Remember, she wrote this in 2014. If Michael Jackson had treated his chronic insomnia with a tape of Argentina versus Brazil instead of propofol, he'd still be alive, although bored. Uh, and then there's the thing. This is that gets me. It's the hands, okay? I will be happy to start watching soccer when they start allowing the players to use their hands. Uh, I, and they're not, not using uh, – and don't get me wrong. I understand there are some great athletes, great, great athletes playing in this, but not as many as in other sports per capita. Uh, but there are great athletes playing this, and it takes some, a major athletic skill to be very, very good at this, school, at this uh, sport. But there's a certain amount of prancing that takes place because it's all done with the feet, and you got the way they have to hold your arms out there and prance around. There's just something about the way it looks that annoys me as someone who likes to watch, you know, actual sports. So she writes, so you can't use your hands in soccer, thus eliminating the danger of having to catch a fly ball. What sets man apart from the lesser beasts besides a soul is that we have opposable thumbs. Our hands can hold things. Here's a great idea. Let's create a game where you're not allowed to use them. And it's, it's watched by, literally, it's going to be seen by billions of people are going to watch this. And she says, I resent the force-fed aspect of soccer. This is very good. The number of New York Times articles claiming soccer, quote, is catching on, is exceeded only by the ones pretending women's basketball is fascinating. Again, don't, don't blame me. Written by a woman, Ann Coulter, way back in 2014, and and then this is the this is the how much time I got, Mike? Okay. If more Americans are watching soccer today, again from Ann Coulter, it's only because of the demographic switch affected by Ted Kennedy's 1965 immigration law. I promise you, no American whose great grandfather was born here is watching soccer. One can only hope that in addition to learning English, these new Americans will drop their soccer fetish with time. We can only hope. And one last thing. This is what makes me more sick than anything about soccer. It's the writhing. The writhing. Somebody gets bumped. They fall down. They writhe around on the ground. They grab their leg. It's nauseating, puke-inducing, and it's going to go on from now to December 18th. I really hope you enjoy it. I won't fail to miss a second of it. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van.